Listener supported. WNYC Studios. From NewSounds.org and the studios of WNYC in New York, this is Soundcheck, our series of live performances and interviews. I'm John Schaefer. English singer and songwriter Robin Hitchcock returns to our Manhattan studio today with a new album in tow, his 111th record called Shuffle Mania. I might have that number wrong, but if so, it's not by much. Hitchcock's career goes all the way back to the 70s when he led his band The Soft Boys, then came The Egyptians and a bunch of solo albums, and over the years, Robin has been here with his later band, The Venus Three, he's done solo sets, he even sat down to talk with us once about the films of Alfred Hitchcock, despite not being related to him at all. Today, Robin Hitchcock is back to play some solo, unplugged versions of the often very plugged-in songs on Shuffle Mania. This first one is called The Shuffle Man. Here we go. I sit out the window, I sit out the law. I wanna see what the shuffle man saw. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. Stars are lit by gaslight, stags are lit by jazz. I wanna have what the shuffle man has. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. Don't forget to function, don't be one of those. You wanna know what the shuffle man knows. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. Are you ready for the bagels? Are you ready for the hoot? Ready to fly around the world in the shuffle man's boot? Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. Offering for the shuffle man. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. Got the picture, got the frame. You wanna call me by the shuffle man's name? Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. Shuffle man is ritzy, shuffle man is rad. I wanna have what the shuffle man had. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. To the question that you pose I wanna know what the shuffle man knows Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes Money is the answer So you say I'm eating seaweed the shuffle man way Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes
That is Robin Hitchcock live in our studio with The Shuffle Man, which is the uh, opening track of his latest album called Shuffle Mania. Who is The Shuffle Man? What is The Shuffle Man? Uh, the Shuffle Man is the first of a series of sub-personalities which came into my head. Shuffle Man's a kind of trickster. He's a, an agile character, astrologically probably a Gemini, uh, <laughs> in two places at once, um, you know, uh, one of those cards that is the same whichever way you look at it. Um, the Shuffle Man, but the Shuffle Man's function, I think, is is to give you what appears to be a random set of cards, and you then have to decide how to interpret them, how to use them, basically. He's there to kind of cause chaos, but also sort of help you surf it. And I think the characters on this record are... They're kind of sub-personalities. They're also sort of like superheroes or supervillains. Hmm. I've already drawn a series of cards based on them, but I'm thinking that they're, they're probably all sort of cartoon characters. So I think that, that's why I often describe my... I certainly can describe the Shuffle Man as a Gemini, you know. Uh, Gemini's the, sort of the sign of nimbleness, quickness, sleight of hand. But also a kind of yin and, and duality. Yang. Yeah, you know, I mean Bob Dylan's a famous Gemini. What, uh, what are you? I'm Pisces, the joke. So I'm actually. <laughs> I mean, the joke isn't always funny, but um, Pisces tend to be character actors. You know, people like Alan Rickman or Lou Reed, people with a kind of quite a strong personality, um, and they tend to also go in two opposite directions at once. So. We don't make great leaders, <laughs> um, but we're sort of a very definite flavor. And, um, yeah. Well, you know, it's funny you, you, you say that, that you're going in, in two directions at once, because a lot of the songs, not just on this record, but throughout your career, mm. they have this kind of surrealist wit to them. And, and at the same moment, like in the next line, you feel the kind of emotional rug being pulled out from underneath you and suddenly it's like deeply poignant and and moving and uh, you know uh, the man who loves the rain for yeah. example is a song on the new record oh, that, that, yeah. that has that kind of push and pull of, of different emotions I am the weather love me or leave you have to believe me I'll chop your trains I'm the man who loves the rain Well, thank you. I mean, that's what I'm aiming for. But I have to say, all of that comes from Bob Dylan. You know, I, when I was 13, I heard Visions of Johanna, which has lines like, Geez, I can't find my knees. Yeah, the one with the mustache say, Geez, I can't find my knees. And, um, you know, Infinity goes up on trial. Inside the museums, Infinity goes up on trial. Uh, in the same, possibly the same verse, I think, even. You know, and you... You've got the, the kind of inane and the profound just right next to each other. You, you, it, it's a song that can really make you cry and it can really also 
not just make you laugh, but you know, its sense of the profound absurdity of human existence. See the primitive wallflower freeze when the jelly-faced women all sneeze. And, and really, I've, I've just sort of, that's my template. That's how I've always tried to write songs. So if, if that's what I'm, if that's how you feel, then I've succeeded. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you released uh, the, the, the Shuffle Man as a single before the album came out, uh, and I included it in, in one of our weekly music roundups. Oh, thank you. I referred to you as a, you know, a, a, a veteran British singer-songwriter and eccentric, and I know I'm not the first person to use that word. You know, I'd rather be dis- It's more accurate to say I'm eccentric than to say I'm athletic, that's for sure. <laughs> So, you know, to me, a genuine eccentric is a sort of mad old lady in a purple dress with a, in an elevator with a walking stick who sort of prods you and sort of says, you know, stand up straight, young man, or, you know, do you have any cucumber sandwiches? You know. I, Did I, you just write a song just no. now? <laughs> it, 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 I mean, we're in it, you know, we're all in a song. But I think also that, I think maybe also over here, the subtext of that is English, exactly. British, you know, yes. hence English eccentric, yes. which is why I'm actually much easier to take over here than I am in Britain. The Brits don't really, never really knew what to do with me. Um, it's like, I don't know, why is he like that? Is that because he went to an expensive school or, you know, is he making fun of everybody or, you know, what? They, they, could, they could never quite believe me. Whereas over here, people just say, oh, yeah, well, of course he's... He's English. <laughs> They're like that, you know. <laughs> um, so, fine, you know. Yeah. So where were you in the making of Shuffle Mania? Were you in here in Nashville? Um, not here, but oh, down there in Nashville? Was, or were you back over in London? I was, da- I was in Nashville for most, nearly all of the basic thing was recorded in Nashville. My part of it was. Um, and then because everybody was grounded everybody was really accessible so pretty much everybody asked if they'd like to contribute to it did because they were all stuck at home with their studios so you know brendan benson who was just up the road um patrick sansone and wilco did a lot to start with on it um and then people like johnny marr mm-hmm. sean, uh, sean lennon in his compound upstate new york um kimberly rue in cambridge and mm-hmm. um and some of the old soft boys crew. Well, Kimberly was in the, in, the, in yeah. there, and actually that was because Brendan Benson sent me a track, and he said, I was trying to make it sound like the soft boys, and I thought, oh, well, okay, I'll ask Kimberly if he wants to play on it. So he did. Uh, the Sir Tommy Shovel features Kimberly and Brendan. I wish there was a Some of those things were done on three continents. So, sorry, a very long-winded answer to your question was, yeah, they started in Nashville, then they went round the world, then they were mixed in Cardiff. You want to play another one for us? I'm going to attempt to play this one. This is the actually the last one I wrote, and I recorded this in a basement in London during the return of heavy lockdown. Anyway, that's more info than you need. This is called Noirer Than Noir, and it was this was done in the basement in London. Here we go. Thank you. 
noir Tu es noir Then noir You are You've got to be fleet On your feet You've got to be discreet Down 
the sunlight wears you down. Robin Hitchcock live in the studio with a solo, unplugged version of his song Noirer Than Noir from the new album called Shuffle Mania. I, I did not hear this in the, the album version, but the opening couple of verses, almost kind of like a bossa nova feel to the guitar. Ah, yeah. Well, I was talking with my friend Sebastian Gutierrez, who is a a film director who is, he works in the kind of noir, pulp, horror kind of that sort of world. Mm. I, I'd had the title for a while and he said, did you ever write noir than noir? And I said, I haven't yet. I said, what, 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 what would you, what, what would you suggest as a rhythm? And he said, how about bossa nova? So I, uh, I took some inspiration from Sebastian for that, um, huh. and I'm hoping that if we get round to doing a video, he said he would do one for us. So, hopefully, that would be that'll be done sometime next year. Uh, so, in that case, you had the title. I had the title. You just didn't have a song to go with it. I didn't have a, t- a song to go with it. And, wow! But at that point, I mean, I think the the subpersonality in that is is basically a vampire um somebody who is not going to get involved with daylight and um <laughs> but i did write it in december during lockdown so possibly i was feeling vampiric mm-hmm. <laughs> but that was the last the first subperson you know i had the feathery serpent god and i had um the shuffle man and i had the man who loves the rain which is a, a raymond chandler a Raymond Chandler story he never wrote called The Man Who Loved the Rain, and I moved it into the present tense. Very noir, yeah. So, yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a wee bit of noir floating around the whole record. But yeah. I suppose this is the, that's the noirest track. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I find The Man Who Loves the Rain to have a very noirish slash nocturnal cast. Oh, good. Well, I wrote that in, the, in summer in Tennessee, but I'm glad I managed to bring some... Uh, bring something somber into it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and uh, as I mentioned before, this this song has that kind of duality, uh, you know, that kind of elusive, oh. emotional, you know, thank you feeling. Um, you want to yeah. do? You want to do that? I one? will do that. Yeah. No, that's my. Hang on. Let's see what this is like. Um. Are you uh, always in standard tuning? No. As you, as we speak, I'm actually moving this into the. Well, 
is becoming moving this less and less standard as you as you tune. This is the tuning that I used on the actual recording. Hang on, so it's a. Okay. Respect the dead. You will be joining them soon. Honor your father and mother and all of the folks on the moon. In watery handwriting scattered in drops on my window pane, he wrote, I am the weather fame. I'm the man who loves the rain. Last too long The world changes under your feet Life is eternal Life is so brief And life is so sweet Sweeter than even a fox In a hole or a thorn In a brain the fame Swaying with every feeling that hits me again and again I'm the man who loves the rain I'm the man who loves the rain Guessing as well when I'm close to them. I have two clouds, both of them hard to contain. One of them showers the flowers, the other one bursts into flame. the weather vane Love me or leave me You have to believe me I'll jump your train I'm the man who loves the rain I'm the man who loves the rain Don't you try to remain 
I'm the man who loves the rain. Great song, The Man Who Loves the Rain, Robin Hitchcock, live in the studio. It has one of the great opening lines, respect the dead, you'll be joining them soon. I mean, ah. did you have that first? Is that where, where did No, that... I had the, t- actually I got the title. I was well into, I was embedded in Shufflemania and I also recorded, I wrote a lot of songs that I didn't record and I recorded quite a few that didn't make the cut. So, you know, I was writing these things on the porch or, or putting them down in the back room with Ringo and Tubby the cats, who <laughs> pretty much engineered the record. No, a writer from San Francisco named Gina Arnold sent out an email to a bunch of people saying, I've got some Raymond Chandler titles of songs of, sorry, of stories that he never wrote. Uh... Would you like to write something based on them? So a lot of people, most people, I think, wrote stories or poems. And the one that grabbed me was The Man Who Loves the Rain. So I just went into the other room or whatever, and I wrote it. Um, just, you know, the whole thing, I just it was about four or five minutes. It was very quick. Wow. It was a quick birth, that song. Okay. But I did have it in that tuning. Um, and um, and then I recorded it, and I th- I think I, I think I redid the vocal in Abbey Road, and then I think Emma did her harmony in the basement in London. Now you, you mentioned the cats; these oh, are yeah. the cats that we see on the cover of the yeah, album. Yeah, well, Ringo's got two eyes, and Tubby has fewer. He only has one. <laughs> <laughs> but Tubby's the alpha; he's the boss. And um, well, they're not really that color. Oh, they are that color. They are I mean, that they're, color. Yeah, they're, Tubby is thunder gray. And Ringo is sort of officially lilac, I think. He's, he's, he's like blue, is, yeah. He's a lilac fold. <laughs> They're <laughs> Scottish folds. They've got those folded down ears. Ah, all right. And, and then who's the kid on the album cover? The kid is me at the age of three in a hotel in Scotland. An un- uncharacteristically smiley me. <laughs> and, uh, and then there's an uncharacteristically smiley 60... 68, 67-year-old me from 2019. Emma took that shot of me with my sunglasses and my coloured shirt. So yes. there's, you know, the different ends of me bookending my life and some uh, trams because I love Well, hopefully trams. not bookending because that would suggest <laughs> well, I an mean, imminent I, end. <laughs> well, it's relatively imminent. I mean, I might be around for another 20 years, but I'm unlikely to live another 67 years. Yeah. If I do, I will be, I don't know, I mean, if I last a few more years, we'll be merging with our phones, so I'm, I've am i been <laughs> expecting, I'm kind of half hoping I'll be made into an app. Uh, it, it's, you know, everything's disturbing, so. <laughs> when, any way you want to okay. think takes you over some kind of precipice. Well, then there's the, so- the song like Socrates in Thin Air, which sort of goes to what you were saying before about how, you know, in the future we may merge with our phones. Socrates' fate in this song is he goes to the future where he's a little boat of wisdom yeah. in a lake of fools, essentially. Well, he still is, but the idea is that although he was he was actually forced to drink poison, and in fact he was the same age that I am now, but he made sense after his time. Yeah. You know, whether people that have put him to death are long forgotten. 
But I know. I just thought. I, I thought I saw soccer. I, was, I felt like I, I was sitting across from him on an American Airlines flight before lockdown. He was having a vodka and cranberry or something in his robes, <laughs> <laughs> listening to his listening to his um, you know ear whatever they are now those ear well, your, things you and I have got. <laughs> yeah, I think he had a nice old. I think he actually was listening to a cassette Walkman. Bless him. <laughs> So Socrates, old school, even in the modern age. Oh, I think he was listening to a Stevie Nicks cassette, you know, almost <laughs> certainly. <laughs> um, there's a there's a great old tape of Werner Herzog, you know, the German film director, yeah. talking about how he he met God, you know. Oh, really? Door opened, a man walked in, man walked in, and it was God. And all of a sudden, the door opened. I saw a man coming in and it was God. God wore a brown overall. And I knew it was God. And he looked at me and he smiled at me. I truly have seen All these things are around us. If we uh, apparently, if, if we just you think choose to look, to look I yeah. mean, Werner Herzog has has seen and heard some interesting things. Um, God, what a thought! Yeah, no, I, I, I've only got as far as Socrates. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and I never see the Almighty. <sighs> only their works. <laughs> Shuffle mania is the latest record from my guest Robin Hitchcock. Now we have a um, we have a request from the control room to oh. go back. Oh God, this is more than thirty years old. Uh, do you remember Glass Hotel? Oh yeah, I I recorded it on this guitar in San Francisco in 1989. I remember writing it in a in a back garden shed on the Isle of Wight uh, in sort of July and I think I recorded it in San Francisco in August I was moving a lot between the Isle of Wight and San Francisco then and um, songs are bottled time you know it's one of the reasons that I write them and sing them it's a way of preserving moments in life mm -hmm. not simply what the song was about or might be about but actually the moment in which it was written so a lot of these songs if I remember them right i can also remember where i was mm. so i've sort of it's for me this is just a little bit of bottled bottled august 1989 <laughs> wow and, uh, but it's also in the film jonathan demi filmed me storefront hitchcock ah yes which i mean that's ages ago now it's 26 years ago in in oh, west 14th street it was astonishing to be able it was real luck you know i had jonathan demi 
I, st- I was on a major label um, still, and so they were able to put money in. And it was also all filmed on film. Yeah. You know, all these reels. Somewhere there's, in a, I don't know, somewhere in Yonkers or Hackensack, there's all these reels of film, four cameras shooting four shows for, you know, the shows were all two hours each. It was quite, quite epic. And it was pruned down to 85 minutes, but there's all this stuff there. Yeah. Um, in, in a way that wouldn't have wouldn't have happened ten years later, although it might also have been done at a fraction of the cost. But you know, yeah. it was. But I was very flattered. I thought, you know, he he came, he turned up in the dressing room in Nyack, upstairs where he lived. Yeah, yeah. Um, halfway through a, a show, uh, I was doing two shows, I think, and he, in the interval, and. Um, I really couldn't believe that, and uh, he he appeared, and he he seemed to be offering to do a video or something, you know. And I thought, well, that's amazing, a Jonathan Demi video. But he actually, you know, actually became a a movie, right? And then he cast you in Manchurian Candidate. He when put he did me that in the reading. Manchurian Candidate and in um, uh, Rachel Getting Married. Right, right. But those were much easier because I was a tangential character and um, mm-hmm. things were. I'm the almost the only human in storefront Hitchcock, <laughs> which is quite disturbing. <laughs> but this song, there's a version of this Glass Hotel in uh, storefront Hitchcock, and and then there's this one. There's the one on the record. Hang on. Sort of in tune. Okay, here we go. Seems like you were in a glass hotel. It seems like seems like seems like there was someone else as well it seems like it seems seems like everything was going well it seems like it seems like you were up there in your glass hotel It seems like it seems Our radio was playing in the darkness of the hall There was someone standing with you who just wasn't there at all And you were alive like it seems like 
seems like there was someone else as well It seems like a dream Oh, there's nothing in the future And there's nothing in the past There is only this one moment And you gotta make it last And you were laughing In a glass Going back into his archive of songs there, Robin Hitchcock for Glass Hotel, live here in the studio. New album's called Shuffle Mania. It is out now. And uh, Robin, it ends with a song called One Day, subtitled It's Being Scheduled. Oh, yes. Which, you know, uh, you mentioned before Sean Lennon's all over this song. Sean's on it, yeah. Um, Morris. You know, at the end of this album of just kind of crazy, emotional, and imagistic veering wildly, you know, along the spectrum. Here's this song that is very kind of comforting and optimistic. It's like, just chill out. You know, in the long run, everything's... One day, this is all going to work out. It's all going to be fine. It's being scheduled. <laughs> so once again, it's like, at the very end, it's like the rug being pulled out from under you. And one day... Will be the one to launch One day The fish will roost up in the macadamia tree And one day There'll be an antidote And you'll come Well, if it is being scheduled, it's okay, you know, you, you just don't, I mean, you can say what you like about the future, you're not going to be there to see it. <laughs> and again, if we had a map of, if we had a map of the future, would we want to see that, you know, um, uh, our, our real, our, our duty is to the present, um, they say, And I, but I'm always somewhere else, really, I don't know, I you know, people have said, "Well, it's it's like you're you're my version of imagine." I suppose it's probably more. <laughs> Imagine's more of a hymn, really. Yeah. Um, whereas, and, and and you know, and it is sort of utopian, but it also has that imagine has that poignant element that none of the things that that John Lennon and well, John Lennon and Yoko Ono envisage are necessarily going to happen. The whole thing is utopian. It's up in the clouds. It will probably not come to pass, certainly in their lifetime. You know, yeah. there's that same sadness, a bit like blowing in the wind. Yeah. You know, but blowing in the wind is more... I suppose it's some inner. It's, it's always going to be sad when you talk about how things might get better. There's <laughs> nothing quite <laughs> as sad as that. Yeah, well, you know. and and so so then, what is the function of a song like "Blowing in the Wind" or "Imagine" or "One Day"? Ah, uh, the function of those songs, I suppose. I mean, I, I wouldn't necessarily. I, I don't think mine is up with either of those because they're really 
pithy songs, particularly Blowing in the Wind. Um, I've never been a big fan of Imagine, but, but it certainly, it's concise, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but um, I suppose it's to let people know that, to let people know that there are other people that think that way. Unfortunately, you're not going to, you know, if you played any of those songs to Vladimir Putin, it wouldn't change his <laughs> modus operandi. He wouldn't go, good God, you're absolutely right. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, how many times must the cannonballs fly? Hey, boys, come on, we're pulling out of there, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, you know, I'd love to hear him sitting down with Shuffle Mania. I don't suppose he'd get ten, 30 seconds into the first track. I bet Mikhail Gorbachev would have given it a good listen. Though. He was born the same day as Lou Reed. Um, wow. These these songs are just for like-minded people to go, yeah, I feel like that too. Yeah. You know, they don't really rally the troops, but they, the, to me, the biggest function of records is to keep people company. All those songs that I listened to as a teenager and I sat and drew before I could play the guitar, you know, listening to... Bob Dylan and the Beatles and the Incredible String Band and Love and the Doors and the Velvet Underground and and all the host of them, you know, they they kept me company. They and and I could also bond with my friends who listened to them too, right. you know. And so I like to think my records keep people company, and they'll sit down and listen to Shuffle Mania, and they just feel I feel a bit less alone. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I that's think that, the function yeah. of this stuff, really, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, consolation, confirmation of how you feel, you know? Yeah, it? yeah. 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 Well, Robin, um, job well done. Shuffle Mania, the new record. Really a delight to have you back here in our mm. studio and to speak with you today. Thanks, Thanks so for having me. And I develop feelings for everyone I've seen. One day, the color of your skin won't be the great divide. One day is the song that ends the album Shuffle Mania. We shot video of uh, Robin's performances here in our studio. You'll find them on the website at newsounds.org or on the New Sounds YouTube channel. Our video editor is Eric Weber. Soundcheck's technical director is Irene Trudell. Our producer is Karen Havlick. I'm John Schaefer. Thanks for being with us. Don't hold your breath.